Walk the line, Rose Bowl. Peace. All right, everybody. Welcome to Walk the Line, episode 15. My name is Dan Cryer, and sitting here with me at Impact Sports, Impact 89 FM, is Ryan Smith. Ryan, say hello to everybody. Hello, hello. And if you're listening, uh, Dan and I are very happy here this week as it is Bowl Week, and Michigan State is headed to the Rose Bowl. So, Rose Bowl. Upcoming on this show, we're going to go through some of the big bowls, and if we have time at the end, we'll touch on a kind of off week of NFL, Mm. but... This week is all about college football. It is, and it feels oddly satisfying. I really don't know how else to describe it, but this, satisfying is in there somewhere. Yeah, like I mean, too satisfying. I mean, I Ryan wrapped up his his last final exam yesterday morning. That's right. I had two presentations to to finish today, and I think we made it. We survived a semester here. We're in some weird zone right now where we're so happy we don't even know what to do. Yeah, so we're just gonna do walk the line. <laughs> yeah, and and it, which is even better. Right. So I mean, and and last week, I mean, I'll just come right out and say it. Michigan State went into the game five and a half point underdogs, and really for the beginning and end, they bookended seventeen and seventeen. They really, really took it to Ohio State and knocked off Urban Meyer for his first loss as an Ohio State coach. Man, that was awesome, and I don't, I don't want to call it dominating, but they were in control for a lot of that game. And Ohio State had the twenty-four point run, and you know we were both watching and getting, yeah. we were kind of like, uh oh, here they go again. But Michigan State proved that they, I think they were just the better team in that one. I don't think they stole anything, or that was a cheap win by any means. Definitely, I mean, there were multiple plays on defense. Uh, multiple plays on offense to get the points, but on defense, once again, players came Man. from nowhere, and then, you know, big plays by uh, Darquez Denard to knock passes off, but it was the play by Denigos Allen on one. fourth and one. He sh- the tight end tried to block him, he just shed it, and, and you know what Braxton Miller tried to do? He tried to do that thing where I'm going to lunge and go, uh-uh. He, Denico's had him and just pinned him and pulled him down. It was awesome, and we were watching the apartment and just went nuts. That was like the play where I was like, this might happen. Wow, and and I took a couple still photographs from watching the replay of Urban Meyer's face right at that point, and he knew reality was setting in right away. He goes, uh-oh, we're down three, and this is not looking good, and what did Michigan State do? Just like the last few weeks, they go down the field and they get a late Langford touchdown run, completely put the game away with two minutes ago. And you mentioned earlier, they were feeling it so much, we threw the ball on a third and two or whatever it was to get a first down and then wow. then they showed Urban Meyer's face because that was kind of like was the, it. a third and one go. play. You know, Cook really looked great. I mean, that was Didn't that, that was the best he's played as a Spartan when it mattered most. And what people forget about him is this really is his first year of starting. He came in late in the in the bowl game last mm-hmm. year and led Michigan State to the <laughs> to win. To a bowl win and now he did this. Yeah, and so people want to give that guy a hard time and we even have throughout the course of this I year. I totally have. And I think now just as he gets more starts, we're seeing him be more comfortable. Coaches are trusting him more, maybe opening up the playbook. Yeah. And he's just playing with confidence. And last year was kind of just made you feel bad because kind of the, the equation never added up. If it was a bad pass, the receiver was open. If it was receiver's open it, it, and he hit him in the hands, maybe he dropped it. D- this year now, Cook is not the master of a spiral, but he's getting it in there. And, and he's making that the plays. That, that throw to Mumphrey for 75 yards or whatever. I mean, what a sh- how, how we blew, the apartment blew up when that play yeah, happened. because it went to 17-nothing, and I would never. Well, that was when it went to 10. Oh, remember that, remember that right. one? You're right, you're right. And then and then to make it 17, boy, like, I mean, we just had another, that was like a perfect pass to, uh, to was it, it's number 14, I'm, I'm playing, it's I'm Lippet. Pulling up, it I'm pulling up the score. Yeah, it's yeah. just funny because I remember. 33 yards to Lippet. Yeah, and it was a nice strike. It was a precision strike in the corner. And then, of course, you know, Ohio State was going to make their run. just And they did. And we were feeling moderately pessimistic. But I tried to stay optimistic. And Michigan State got the field goal to cut it to four. Then the defense really took over. And two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to nothing for them. Man, oh, man. Pretty exciting. And I saw a poster from the locker room before the game. It said, make plays, not excuses. And that really is the story of Michigan State. Because like you said, throughout this year and last year, a lot of times where it just it seemed like things weren't going our way. Guys were dropping balls or the Notre Dame game. We had the penalties. And this team didn't make excuses. And here they are, 12-1. and one. Yeah. 
Finishing strong. Last week when we spoke with Max about the game, we said we don't really want to back into the Rose Bowl or something like that. It's not as special that way. I know. And look at how, I mean, you uh, talk about a boost to the self-esteem and the morale of the people (laughs) in this this area. I mean, because it was always the the rap, deservedly so for Michigan State, is good wins here and there, growing, growing, growing. But unless you make it to a BCS... Then you're not really anything. But we earned it. Right. We Nothing won. was handed to this team at all. Twelve victories and twelve and one going into a Rose Bowl, and it's just really a historic year. That they will look back at this season and go, "Wow, that was the year that you guys dominated. Defense really led the way, and then the offense caught up as, as the season progressed." I'm and I'm just sitting here smiling because it really is that awesome to be here at at this time with this team, and it's it's exciting. And it's strange. I gotta say, I drove. You know, I drive my car to the Communication Arts and Sciences all the time and, and we're here in Holden Hall which is right near there you know we always get a nice view looking north at Spartan Stadium and the big sign now that we're in the Rose Bowl I drive by and go yeah that's the place where we play and got to the <laughs> Rose Bowl it, it makes the place a, like almost like a tourist attraction more and, and yeah I mean I was even in the stadium today picking up some stuff and I just had to look at the field just to know that something special happened there this year that's why the the sec places are oh they're the big house you know oh we gotta it's just it's like a visiting disney Mm -hmm. world you gotta go well now we are in the place where we got to the rose bowl and we have a a really good shot at winning this rose bowl we're going to talk about that the fact that michigan state is underdogs going into that game it was three and a half to start and it moved to four and a half which kind of surprised me i think it'll probably go back down it's gonna go back down to i think it'll end at three minus stanford will be minus three yeah we're gonna predict the prediction so this is great so I think to conclude our little introduction here, we are we are very happy. We finished. Oh my gosh, I finished my two like finals and everything. I think I made it through the semester as a very good doctoral student. I worked my butt off. <laughs> I know Ryan. Ryan works so hard at so many things. Ryan's the hardest working man here on campus. I mean, uh, I don't know. So, I don't know. You put in your work definitely. Well, you were, I, I I try my. I have no choice with my with my program here. I'm in the PhD program of of media and information studies, and it's a sink or swim thing. So I like it. They they're like you figure it out or you don't stay and so it, it kind of makes you have to work hard and and Definitely. so i appreciate michigan state i'm just having it's been a great last year and a half and this football season really put a uh, just a cherry on top of that's sweet a star on the christmas tree i mean it <laughs> really feels good so let's go then we, we only last week on walk the line episode 14 we were talking about ncaa week 15 which was kind of the, the championship games and then we talked about some nfl games but we really uh, only picked four games from each so i will go over uh the recap here and it's funny because i'm looking i said four i did not do four for four i gave myself too much credit but the first game was ohio state like i said minus five and a half versus michigan state the over under was 51 and a half ryan ryan it's and I don't blame Ryan for doing this. Ryan said that Ohio State was going to win 34-27 in cover, so he liked it going over. He got that right. I said that Michigan State was going to win 22-20 to in a <coughs> spectacular finish that we stopped them in the goal line. We didn't even need that. But So I was right about the spread, but I had it under. And then Max was double correct. Max said Michigan State would win 30-24. to So not only did he have us covering, he had us winning, and he had the game going over because the final score was 34-24. So, uh, you know, just, hey, that's, that's cool. I'm right. all right with that. Hey, that's cool. Good for Max. Okay, here's the game that Ryan and I both got correct. It was Aub- Missouri at Auburn indoors. It was the SEC championship, and they went back and forth like crazy in that first <laughs> Man, half. Man, did they ever. What did you think of that first half? I mean, it was hard. I- boom, 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 up and down, up and down. I mean, we turned around. I think you texted me about one score as another score was happening. I mean, it just the game literally was happening so fast, and points were just going up by the minute. It was unbelievable. I was in my office trying to do a little schoolwork. I had the CBS game on thing, and I would go get a, a drink, you know, go get a drink from the fridge or something, come back to my office, and there was another <laughs> seven points on the board, and the other team was already Dude, driving. They almost like, went over in the first half. Yeah. I mean, it was that close. Yeah, Auburn was minus two. At, at game time, Missouri was minus one, and Ryan and I were like, what? Yeah, okay. yeah, I loved Auburn. I was did. Auburn was 58 and a half. I loved that. Last week, I said 35-21, and you know what? I thought about it because I said 35-21. No, I thought about the mm-hmm. speed that Auburn plays at so during the game but I was right about the spread Ryan had Auburn 38-34 so we, we were both right on that one and Ryan had it going way over which which he, he knew right away but I, he convinced I me. I thought 38-34 <sighs> would be more than enough points to predict for like because what I picked it I to texted be over you by in like the third quarter points or, it, it went to 38-34 it was 38-34 in the <laughs> third quarter that's <laughs> funny because the ending score was 59-42 and, and they just pulled away and it shows you it, and you're welcome Auburn but we set up a really Michigan State's victory really set up a killer national championship game now 
now. It's going to be exciting. And during that game, that looked to be like the most exciting game of the day, but Michigan State kind of stole that one, at least from our perspective. Yeah, I mean, it took our breath away. I mean, we were up late partying here in East Lansing. There, some students like to put fire and couches together and burn them and then make the road get burned and stuff. But, you know, I guess it, it was a pretty tame celebration, I would say. It was uh, I don't know about that. Tame well, it. Uh, let's just say there were I, over a hundred arrests made, so I don't know how tame. Okay, that fine. Is. It, it was moderately not tame. <laughs> I'm, I can only imagine. I've been to some crazy celebrations. Okay, here, but hey, wait until we win the Rose Bowl. Let's see what happens after that. <laughs> right. All right. So Stanford also played a championship game. They played the Pac-12 championship game against Arizona State in Tempe. Arizona State was minus three, so I said Arizona State's going to win 37-27 with an, an over under 56. Going to go over. Uh, Ryan's like, no, Dan. And so you, you said 31-28, but I'm going to give you this as a win because Stanford handled them. It was 38-14, to so the game stayed under, but Stanford really looked like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, and that's that's the team we got. They're just real physical up front, so they can kind of get away with some more stuff and get to... Yeah, formidable foe. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they they know what they're doing, and to go in on the road and dominate the game, they were up 28-7 at some point there. They, so. they do have some lapses, though. They had the loss at... Utah, Utah and at USC, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Yep. No. Hey, USC's in LA, so this is going <laughs> well. The final one, which Ryan, I think I convinced him on game day, but uh, Florida State was minus twenty nine. I said fifty five ten Florida State. Ryan said forty one fourteen with Florida State not covering but winning big. Final score was forty five to seven. So the game stayed under sixty two and a half, and uh, Florida State just looks unstoppable. Man, they and they're we'll talk about it later, but they have a nice spread going. There, people are predicting them to win by quite a lot in a national yes, championship exactly. game. exactly. And that's a game that I'm expecting lots of points in as mm-hmm. well. Okay, so NFL, it was a crazy week other than the lines we picked. I mean, it was really strange weather on the East Coast, the snow, and for some unknown reason, anybody who took unders like Ryan did, well, <laughs> it's like what happened in the fourth quarter? There was like a thousand touchdowns scored in all the games in the fourth quarter. So many games went over in the course of two minutes in which 20 plus points were scored. It was ridiculous. Yeah, one of the, it, it's going to be looked at. They're going to have some sort of 30 for 30 someday be like the day the fourth quarter mm-hmm. snow scored points i mean i'm watching the pregame and they're showing lines philly you can't even they're trying to show players and you can't even see them the lines were wearing white jerseys mm-hmm. and the snow was just so much <laughs> i think the scoreboard even froze the during ball the would games. get hidden in snow drifts during the game and then did you see the picture of calvin like he got tackled and he came up and was just covered in snow mm-hmm. head to toe so I took under in Philly because it was snowing like crazy there. It was snowing a little less in Baltimore, but I was like under there because that's Vikings. Right, and that Ravens. game went from 12-7 to 29-26 in 2 minutes and 43 seconds. And so, you know, I'm texting my brother the whole time, and he's like, we're going to get screwed. He's like, <laughs> both of these teams are just going to keep scoring points. It's unbelievable. The Lions were letting McCoy go for 40 yards yeah. before they would even touch him. You know, he would have been, exactly. he would have had just as many yards in two-hand touch football. And I'm thinking of what are the other, New England scored two touchdowns in a matter of, of uh, they, they scored onside kick, they got a pass interference at home and scored again. Poor Cleveland can't do anything right other than cover. Yeah. Tick me off. And then, and then in the Pittsburgh-Miami game, they're going up and down the field and the <laughs> Pittsburgh guy scores on one of those Hail Mary, or uh, those Stanford plays that I was, yeah yeah they scored on it, but he stepped out of bounds mm-hmm. going in. I so. like the ten too. How did Jeez. It, it's one thing if you step out back at the other twenty or something mm-hmm. like that, but man, he they were so close. So uh, wild, wild weekend in N- NFL Week fourteen uh, yeah, last week. Apparently, eight inches of snow means lots of points. <laughs> Who would have thought that? It's so strange, counterintuitive times a yeah, million. So and that's been the NFL. That's the story of the NFL this year, really. Exactly. And now the first game that Ryan hit on the nose and he convinced me, uh, but and it ended up they did not cover ice so ryan had san francisco in beautiful weather it was beautiful short sleeves for them seattle went into san francisco and san francisco was favored by two and a half well wouldn't you know i had game down I was like oh i'll take san francisco with my two and a half. well ryan predicted 21 16 san francisco i had said for some reason 27 13 seattle the the game was 17 16 gore busts out a 51 yard run and kaepernick takes him in 26 yard field goal with 26 seconds to go or something san francisco wins 19 17 and doesn't cover so i, I just thought it was funny for my <laughs> sake just in real life i was like what but that was a big win for san francisco you know they're, the they're italian, not done the italians were against you on that something one something happened there i don't know it did on thanksgiving when baltimore won 22 20 i had them minus two and a half so these things do occur but uh yeah so that's good just as far as as far as the football season's going i can't 
cannot wait to see the playoff game between those two teams, San Francisco and Seattle. I think those those are going to be the NFC Championship game. Okay, I mean that's a pretty good prediction right yeah. now. That's the way it's looking. Yeah. Unless uh, Carolina keeps rolling, they are knows? looking tough too. They did get handled by New Orleans, which we'll talk about. I think that's okay yep. though. I, they had won eight in a row before that. Mm-hmm. So well, we'll see. Okay, the next one, just like we we're discussing, Detroit at Philadelphia. I, I I've been riding Philly for about four weeks ever since Foles blasted the Raiders, and so I I had Philly minus tw- 27, 24. They were minus two and a half. Ryan liked Detroit on the road, um, and I somehow said under, and so did he. So it ended up that game went. What it was? I know that Philly had four Philly touchdowns. Twenty eight in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Yeah. So it was something like 34, 24 or something. I'm not even sure. But who it cares? The Lions stink. Man, I'm done watching the Lions. Well, it's so ha- frustrating. The Lions have a home game coming up against the Baltimore Ravens yeah, on Monday, Monday Night Football, football. Mm-hmm. and so that's a big one because Chicago won, and you know Green Bay's hanging around. So that that division is really still up in the air. And the Bears announced that color starting this week too, so that adds just a, kind of a wild card. The way that guy played it against the Cowboys. Yeah, McCown had the, he, he had a rushing touchdown or something yeah, the other night. They and roughed Dallas up. So that once again, I do not understand NFL this year. What was wouldn't going he, on with that? I, I wouldn't even know. pretend to act like I know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that was so weird. Okay, then so Carolina was at New Orleans. We were both correct. I had 28-21 New Orleans. Ryan had 26-20. The, the, I think the final score was 38-13, so it, it stayed under. And um, so Ryan was right about that. Uh, actually, we both said it was over, but in I remember adjusting during the game. I thought Carolina, Carolina you can really kind of count on unders because their defense is pretty good. So even holding Drew Brees to 31 in a game, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, tough to win in the Dome, and that's why I think Carolina's not going to go through the... Okay. So that's what I think. Then the last one, which I was happy that happened, even though I picked it wrong, Kansas City minus three at Washington, and um, there's no more RG3-13, and 13, Ryan. He's now RG3-10. Three three and and He's they're done. Sh- they're shutting him down. See you, man. They're like, choo, 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 We'll just call him RG3 wins or something right like which gives Kirk Cousins a, a very very uh, well-regarded Michigan State graduate to get three starts and watch them go six and ten now he handled his press conference pretty well I don't know if you watched any of it uh-uh. but they were trying to get something out of him like he was trying to take RG3 spot mm. or if there was some you know feud between them but he he did a good job of just being political about the whole good. thing hey and a team if a backup quarterback plays well you got a little bit of you know collateral there to, to trade or something in which, I mean, and i think that that does factor into the decision for them because they were talking about it there's so many teams where he could start i mean he he's played and shown signs of being mm-hmm. a starting quarterback yeah. for a lesser team in the nfl so this does because they're gonna have to sign him back right next well, year and so they're either gonna have to sign him for a lot of money to keep him as insurance for rg3 i got it it's it's See, Kirk, Kirk Cousins going to win the last three games, and then instead of RG3, it's going to be RG, see ya, and they're going to get him out of there. And then he's on the wow. Raiders. <laughs> right, and the Raiders traded nine draft picks for RG3. <laughs> and then he breaks his kneecap, like, starting his car. Okay, <laughs> now, so so uh, I said Washington would win 20-16. to 16. Ryan had Kansas City covering winning. It was hilarious because when I checked the second quarter score, it was 31-0 Kansas City. And they have this really sad picture, but I'm not a Skins fan. It was a halftime photograph uh, as CBS cut in. It said start of the third quarter because it was like... Like 38 to 14 or something. There was like 12 people entirely in the crowd. Why would you want to go watch <laughs> that team? There's nothing to watch. Yep, yep. So that wraps up uh, our wrap ups. And so if I if I do the math uh, correct that I had on NCAA, I think I was pretty good. I had uh, well, let's do NFL. I was two for four. Ryan was three for four. And NCAA, I was three for four. Ryan was two for four. So hey, you know what? That's better than that's better than fifty percent. So, and uh, the other games that we didn't talk about in the show, I really had a good weekend last weekend. So it's been a good week so far. Okay, so Ryan, would you like to now introduce bowls and just whatever Ryan Smith wants to do right now? I am happy to happy to oblige. So let's start let's, with the Rose Bowl. Let's, all let's right. start it off big. Let's uh, do it. Stanford is minus four and a half, and the over under in that one is forty one. What are you liking? And I I will say this, it I saw that it jumped to forty two and a half right okay. now. So I'm just gonna just uh, yeah, do a quick I'll, edit I'll job because I saw it. Yeah, but you're right, four and a half. Well, here's the deal. I mean, even if God forbid Michigan State doesn't do what I think they're going to do, I it seems like Michigan State because of our defense is going to stay at least within a field goal. Mm-hmm. So there's just my rationale right away. I'm just going to say uh, yeah, this is going to be a three point game. Yeah. So like you said, it's four and a half now. <clears throat> Unless some other factors come into play here, I can't see it going up to five. I mean, these are these no, are points I, for a team, Michigan State, that's proven itself over and over again. 
they beat a pretty high-powered offense in Ohio State and held them to 24. So Yeah, and uh, this over-under seems kind of low to me as well, just based on the, the, the way Michigan State, with, with the games that matter, with the Nebraska game, mm-hmm. we like to, you know, there's, there's so much emotion involved, there's going to be big plays. There's some physicality, though, that Stanford brings to their, to their defensive and offensive line. So mm-hmm. I think Michigan State is going to get pushed around more than usual, so we'll see mm-hmm. who, who can win that battle of the trenches there. Yeah, I mean it's a cleverness thing for D'Antonio now because he's cementing his legacy with the with the plays that he's called. You and know, he, and he didn't have to bust any out of the hat last week. I mean, we did the onside kick, but that's nothing new to anything. It was kind of a skidding onside mm-hmm. kick. It wasn't a ten yard onside kick. He no. just kind of kicked it soccerly to the. He almost got away with it, but it was like a twenty five yard pseudo onside kick. So clever, very clever. Yeah, and Michigan State, man, I, momentum is a big thing. So this month off, I mean, it can hurt both teams, mm-hmm. but. The ball's bouncing in Michigan State's favor. They Ohio State blocked the punt, and we talked about that possibly nice. being the play of the game it was because like such a nice and bounce. it still went to the fifty. It did, and that was huge. It didn't go backwards. It didn't go out of nope. bounds or anything. And it, the ball went far enough, and I think we held them to a field goal there. And the way the world, you know, the regression towards the mean last year was so horrible for mm-hmm. all the bad luck. This year, it's we're bouncing getting some bounces, thing, and it, boy, it feels good. So, so I don't know where you're going. I know you like yeah, it to be close, but I, what, I, are you, what are you going to give me? I here? think I'm just going to take Michigan State to win. I, I did plus the points. Mm-hmm. The four and a half seems like a lot because, yeah. like you said, if they don't do what we're expecting them or like we've seen them to do, mm-hmm. it'll still at least be a three-point game. Yeah. So, mm, the the score, I'm I'm a little meow keyboard-ish on okay. right now just because. You're right. It's the over. <laughs> oh no, he's busting it out. I mean, he's wavering. If he I'm needs to go, think about it, I'm then. going Michigan State 21-20. Oh, all right, there. I've been meowed. Okay, continue. <laughs> but, but I'm going to go Michigan State to stay under and win 21-20. 21-20 MSU. So he's keeping it under and pretty much right at where it was to begin with the over-under at 41. Okay, I'm going to go with big play Saturday, whichever day it is, I'm not sure. But it's going to be a big play day to welcome in the year 2014. I think that there will be uh, defenses playing up. I think you might see another Mumphrey-type touchdown. I think that Michigan State's going to handle its business. Do I think that we win by more than a field goal, more than a touchdown? I'm going to say no because I'm going to I'm going to look for that special as the clock ticks to zero mm-hmm. field goal, maybe like a big 50-yarder <laughs> when, when we know we're going to have overtime, you know. Of course, Alabama said the same thing this year at one point, yeah. didn't they? But I'm going to say Michigan State wins with the game going over. So I'm going to say, because mm, 45, I want to get it to 45 here in that kind of range. I mean, tw- so let's say 24-21. Let's do that. Just a nice, clean football game. Michigan State, Rose Bowl champions to, to ring in the new year. And uh, Mark D'Antonio is going to really be now considered in the top echelon as from what he did for defeating Urban Meyer, the first person to do it. And he did it like a man. And we did it in their face. We took their best shot, and then we beat them. Yep, it was awesome to see. And I said 21-20. I'm going to keep the score, but we mm-hmm. kick field goals. That's We're going to get down there and kick some field goals. So. so seven field goals, not bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, cool. That's yeah, all right. right. But, right. um, yeah, it just it, it's going to be fun to watch, and it's really cool that Michigan State is in the Rose Bowl. And like we talked about earlier – earned it they did and this is a comprehensive season that they can mm-hmm. look back i mean you can make these those i can't wait for the big 10 you know wrap up seasons season journey because mm-hmm. it just kept getting better i mean there was a point in the beginning of the season where we were winning over teams that were very subpar and we were looking at each other saying well of course we won but this is not looking good and then the big 10 got going we beat the iowa on the road and we we're like whoa and then we had a couple week teams and then we just at we got michigan nebraska you know, just such a great ending. Yeah, they won every Big Ten game by wow. more than 10 points. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. I don't care how yep. good or who you're playing Six in the Big Ten. Six games not allowing a touchdown. It's just Man. very, 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 very solid season to remember. So way to go, everybody. And uh, well rewarded with all Big Ten things. They're, I mean, the honors are going to start pouring yeah. in here. This is nice. Now they'll get some recognition. Yeah. Okay, so then let's skip then. It's going to be played January 6th, 2014. So you're welcome, Auburn Tigers, because you get to play the Florida State Seminoles for the whole enchilada. It's going to be Florida State at Auburn. And is this is a Rose Bowl game as well. This has right. been played in Pasadena. And these are so, the wow. two deserving teams to be there. So I think Michigan State helped themselves and everyone else in the country out, and people are getting what they want. These are... Two high-powered offenses, two teams that have been fun to watch. Auburn kind of flew under the radar all year, but yeah. 
man, they've been playing well as of late, and we uh, got to see them have some fun with Mizzou last Saturday. Yeah, so. it's going to be an up-tempo mm-hmm. game. And I looked into the you know into their bowl history. They played in the '89 Sugar Bowl against one another, so they have met before in a big game, but nothing nothing, nothing like, like this. This, this yeah. is for it. And so, I mean, the big question a few weeks ago was, you know, is any charger are any charges going to be levied against Jameis Winston? Well, you know, his conscience can now, I think, be clean, and now they defeated Duke with no problem. They're smiling. Florida State opened up. It was it was minus 6.5 with an over-under 65. Now it's Florida State minus 8.5 with an over-under 66. So, what I am thinking here is that Florida State cannot be stopped. I'm I just I know that Auburn could not be stopped offensively, but there's some extra gear that Florida State has had from the time they even started playing that pit that pit game before it kicked off. Florida State was like we're going to roll you and they haven't let up all season long. So Florida State minus eight and a half. Ryan, I'm just going to come out with my special score and say 52-38 Florida wow. State goes boom and oh takes it home. Oh my gosh. Well, the eight and a half, that was pretty similar to last year with the Alabama-Notre Dame National Championship game. And the eight and a half was I was kind of hesitant on because Alabama seemed as good as Florida State seems this year. And I was just like, man, eight and a half is a lot of points. Yeah. And Alabama came out and just proved that they were the best exactly over Notre Dame yeah I don't I don't think Auburn will be quite as over outmatched Mm -hmm. as uh Notre Dame was against Alabama so I'm gonna go Florida State to win and cover okay but man this team they score 53 points a game and give up 10 a game and that's a formula for winning scoring and not I know scoring more points than the other team Mm -hmm. by a lot but I'm gonna go 38 to 27 Thirty-eight twenty-seven, and and that means I will have to spend the next few weeks convincing Ryan that this game is going to go over. So he has it at sixty-five right now. What is it? What's the sixty-six? Oh, so well, you want to add a little more to yeah, I mean, sprinkle ju- up, juice it up. Let's you go, want forty-one thirty? Okay, I was gonna say you want forty-one thirty because here's the way I look at it. the four, the fifty-two thirty-eight. Ryan Ryan pointed out the the scoring differential for Florida State. I think I mean Auburn's always up tempo, and you never ever give up in a BCS game. So even if it's they're down like forty-five to ten at some point or something like that, forty-five seventeen. Maybe Florida State gets one extra touchdown in there, and then Auburn runs a couple to feel better about themselves. So I really do see this game going up because Auburn just goes, oh, uh, the Auburn just is like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. They just want to snap right yeah. now. And that's a, that's going to add an interesting dynamic, though, is if Florida State gets up big and Auburn has to come out, they like to run it a lot. They have three or four different running backs yeah. who get it done, and they kind of do the handoffs and all that kind of stuff. If they have to start throwing the ball around, maybe that's when Florida State really yeah. opens it opens but, it up. I mean, just watching that Missouri game, the Auburn, because Missouri was a good team against the Rush. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I just see points being scored galore. I'm, just, I'm not saying yeah. they won't be able to run the ball against Florida State. I'm just saying if you get down 20 points, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't just keep running the ball. you got to air it out at some point. So, okay. we'll see. All right, so we got through the big one here in Michigan State. We got the big one overall. And I'm, Ryan's going to reach into the bag of, of tricks here to find a, a bowl game. And if you pull out, like, the Beefo Brady Bowl or something, let's see what comes out of the bag the, here. The Pinstripe Bowl or something <laughs> we don't want to talk about another uh, day. Hold on. Yeah, Notre Dame Rutgers. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, go on. Pick whatever you think, Ryan. Let's just go right down the list and go to the Orange Bowl. Mm, Ohio yes. State. This is an interesting game. Ohio State is minus two against Clemson. The over-under is 68 there. Wow. Which is a lot, but that's two, again, two pretty high-powered offenses. So it's going to be Braxton Miller versus, uh, what's the quarterback's name for Clemson? Uh, uh, it's with a T now. T. Oh, God. Boyd. Taj, Taj Boyd. Boyd. Taj Boyd. Mm-hmm. So, and I want you to pick first. On I, this I always want to say CJ Spiller when I think of Clemson. It is funny, <laughs> the, the Clemson players. But yeah, Taj Boyd. And, and Clemson flew under the radar this season because they were in the shadow of Florida State after Florida State went into Clemson and trounced them. And look, what happens to Clemson? They end up in a BCS Bowl. So it's good. So I want yeah, you Clemson's to tell me. Clemson's pretty good all year. They're 10-2. and two. So give me one. What do you got for this one? <sighs> this is a tough game. I, I want to go Clemson to cover and win. So I'm going to go with the dogs. Okay. And I'm going to go... Clemson wins. See, I want this. I was gonna say thirty-seven thirty, but I think this game might uh, sixty-eight is a lot of points. Yeah, though. it is. Let's go uh, forty to thirty-seven. Forty-two thirty-seven. Forty-two to thirty-seven. And let me just verify that you're saying Clemson's gonna win that game. Clemson will win. Okay, so good. We have our first disagreement of the show. All right. There's no <laughs> we, way. We like these disagreements, yeah, okay. especially come bowl season. There's no way I can see Ohio State losing this game. They're so angry right now, and Urban Meyer is going to be working them 20,000 times over. 
because of what Michigan State did to them. And they, he said he's disgraced right now, and they're going in against a second tier, meaning after Florida State because they're so high first tier. Mm-hmm. ACC team, and they're mi- only minus two. I mean, Ohio State wants in. They, they, they were undefeated last year. They weren't eligible for a BCS game. Now they're just angry. Yes, this game's going to go over. So I'm going to say that Ohio State blasts them. I'm going to say that they win. Uh, let's oh, get into the man. 50s again. Let, all right, let's, so let's go here. Let's go. 52. Now this one I'm going to go 52 to 39. So wow. I'm just changing up a little bit off of the uh, off of my 52-38 uh, BCS. So I'm going to go Ohio State 52-39. So these are two games that you're going to see scoring, the BCS National Ch- Title Game and the Discover Orange Bowl. So, yeah. Man, I'm that, that is a blowout. I don't see that happening. But All right, interesting. Well, yeah. they want blood. Uh, Ohio State really, really wants to just erase the disgrace that Michigan State put on Urban Meyer when you lost to us when you were favored and could have gone to the national title game, but you did not. Okay, so would you like me to pick one? Is it my turn to pick a game? Reach into the hat. Let's see what you got. All right, the game that I would like to talk about is a game that I... It's a quick one, so I'm just going to give a quick score. It's the Chick-fil-A Bowl. It's the one on the list that I like the most. So this would be the Dan's pick to click, <laughs> okay? It's Texas A&M minus 11.5 versus Duke. <sighs> so it's a weird game because Duke never really goes to any other bowl game but those really low bowl games. And this is kind of a real one. It's because usually you'll see Clemson and Auburn in these type of games, you know? But this time we have Texas A&M and Johnny Manziel, and this will be his last game as a as a non-pro. He'll go get his real money next year. So <laughs> I think... So, you mean legal money. Because exactly. he's never getting fake money right. anyway. Yeah, it was, it was no. all real. So Johnny Manziel goes out with about five or six TDs, mm-hmm. and right. Texas A&M wins this one handily. Uh, it's the over-under 69, and Texas A&M doesn't care about playing defense. No. So I'm going to say 49 to to 27, Texas that's, A&M. And I, yeah. I'm going 45-28. So. 45-28 with Texas. Obviously, Texas. So let me go here. 45-28. What, what, I can't go Duke? 45-28? Yeah. Well, that's the reason I brought it up is just because it's just a quick one that I wanted to bring up because it is such – it's just a line that I expect to go up. By game time, I think that thing goes up to 15 and a half. I'm just going through – I mean, Duke lost to Georgia Tech, Pitt, and then obviously the Florida State game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going on their wins – you know, they beat Virginia Tech 13-10 to 10 when Virginia Tech was number 14. Does that really mean anything? I mean, they didn't have any big wins all year long, so I, I just think that they got away with being good in a poor division of the ACC. Exactly. Year. Okay, be- let's revisit last year because Michigan State happily visited the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl because we were 5-6 and six struggling with a, a tough season. And um, what happened was that, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell won the game, helped win the game in Minnesota, and then Michigan State went as a 6-6 six and six team, happily won that game. Now this year, our big rivals, the Michigan Wolverines, are in that game, and they're not really so happy about it. They're a 7-5 and five team. They had big expectations for themselves. So, Ryan, what's, where's the breakdown in this one? I'm trying to find it on the list now. It's, it's not even in the – I didn't even put it up at the top. you got to go down to uh, – Where are we at? It's funny. Sorry, Michigan. I can't find you in the crappy bowl list. We're in the we're in the non. It's on page bowls. four or five here. Is it really? Yeah, I mean it's a December twenty eighth. Yeah, break bowl. it down for me, Ryan. Kansas State is minus three against Michigan, and the over under is fifty six and a half. Kansas State was seven and five this year, and five and four in the Big Twelve, while Michigan was just three and five in the Big Ten. Wow. Okay. In Kansas State, if you remember, lost to they were that lost to North Dakota State yeah. at the the Bison or whatever they call. Sure. Them. Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I don't know much about Kansas State, Mm-mm. and I've seen them play a couple times. I mean, they were up big on Baylor, and then it pulled away. I think that Michigan is going to play well here. I think it's going to be a low lower scoring game. I mean, Michigan has really exploded against Ohio State, but that was it. So I'm going to go with um, Michigan winning this one over Kansas State, even if they're underdogs and uh, staying under. So I'm going to go with um, Michigan winning this 27. To 21 with the game that stays under. Okay. I like Michigan to win as well. I'll go mm, 20, 23, 21. Michigan. All right. So Ryan says 23-21 Michigan. And I'm not going to be cheering for them, but I think that they're going to win. I mean, it's it's a, it's kind of a subpar opponent on paper in my mind. So. Yeah, and like Izzo always says in basketball, not it's postseason. You just root for the Big Ten. You'd like all these teams to get wins because that, that would really make us even look better if it gets to the Rose Bowl and all these Big Ten teams are winning their bowl games. Definitely, so. definitely. Okay, cool. So, you know, and I'm not going to just reiterate this. I'm not going to be cheering for Michigan Wolverines to win. If they want to go 7-6 and six in a bad 
bad way, that's fine because Michigan State is this many games above them. You know, it's like four last week. Well, now we're four and a half games better than them. So it's looking good. So that was mine. I just wanted to talk about that since we're in Michigan. So would you like to pull another bowl game out of the bowl game hat? Let's do the All-State Sugar Bowl on January 2nd. Alabama is minus 15, and I'm just going to come out and say I like them to destroy Oklahoma. Wow. The over-under in that one is 51. Wow. Okay. Interesting. And so let me comment then because I'm looking at the spread and it's one of those where you have to weigh this one against the Notre Dame BCS championship last year. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, oh, they're minus 10. Notre Dame's undefeated. I think the game was 42 to 10 in that game. So I'm looking at something like that for this one. Well, it's crazy because, you know, Oklahoma went into Oklahoma State who had their share. And but Oklahoma State had a BCS game on the line. And not only did they lose to their rival, they lost to the rival at home and let their rival get to a BCS bowl, thereby letting Baylor get to the Fiesta Bowl. So it's just crazy to think. I'm I'm not sure Oklahoma is one of these teams where they did what they needed. So yeah, I think now this is like I was saying, Urban Meyer is going to be super angry. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Nick Saban's not going to be wanting to mess around with his food tonight. So I'm thinking, like you said, they're going to maybe let Oklahoma get six to ten points max. I mean, yeah, I was I was going to go thirty-eight ten. 3810 yeah. is that what you're thinking mm-hmm. keeping it under on that one yeah boy that's a pretty good call by Ryan there I mean I, I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep it 45 4210 last year let's go with I'm gonna say uh, maybe you know mixing some stupid late late touchdown so I'm gonna say 3513 for uh, we're, we're both picking uh, Alabama yeah I mean Oklahoma season has been made like you mentioned they beat Oklahoma State and that seemed pretty they're pretty happy they'll finish in the top 15 in the standings. And I don't think anyone really expected that. Maybe just because I'm not in tune to it, but it doesn't seem like anyone's really expecting Oklahoma to come out and do that this oh, year. Yeah. And I can't imagine this week was too fun for well, those Alabama Well, it just Alabama shows you players. how quick things can change because, you know, Mac Brown loses to Baylor. Now he's gone as Texas coach from all reports. I don't even know if it's officially happened or not. He's gonna, he's stepping down at the right. banquet well, tonight he's or something out. like that. He's like, yeah. see you. And so uh, the BCS knows Oklahoma's going to travel well. And it's trust me, I've been in New Orleans. It's going to be fun to be in a Sugar Bowl. So people love to go to that one. But Alabama means business. I think they keep it under, like Ryan said. I just I just threw three points on the other end of what Ryan said. He said 38-10. I said 35-13. So uh, it'll be a fun game to watch just because I want to see. It's the January 2nd, so people can be basking in uh, Michigan State Rose Bowl victory, hopefully. <laughs> and we can enjoy that one. Okay, so would, should we just mention the last BCS Bowl while we're on the BCS play? If you want to. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird one. I I like the points on the underdog here. So let me just say, I like the dog's points. And this is University of Central Florida in their first BCS Bowl, representing the American Conference, which used to be the Big East. So it's not Louisville, it's Central Florida playing Baylor, who got in because of, like we said, Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State, and Baylor beat Texas. The over-under is 71. I'm looking for a dingy game here where I know Baylor gets up and down. I know it's the thing, but... 71 points seems That's like a, a lot. Ton of points. Ton of points. And Central Florida can they can they can hang with teams. Yeah, they they can they, the game could be 38-35 and we're looking oh man it went over by two, but I'm thinking that No gonna, way. Yeah, we're going to I'm going to keep it a little bit lower. So I'm going to say Baylor wins the game 33 to 21. Let's go with that one. So they keep it they keep it under that way and it stays under. So Baylor doesn't cover. Central Florida stays within. So I'm going to say 33-21 Baylor. 41-27 Baylor. All right, you're going to have to repeat that one. That was a, that was a weird one. Go ahead. 41-27 oh. Baylor. So I like it to okay. stay under in Central Florida to cover. Nice. Okay, so good. I, we're both on the same page there, it seems like. And this is a January 1st bowl game, so I will probably be missing this one because Ryan and I will be in Pasadena. So, uh, And if you're listening and have Rose Bowl tickets... Yes, hit us up. Hit so, us up. Hey, the more we can get, the merrier. And at this point, we need to get semi. We're, we're one-third merry. <laughs> but I, I, I have faith that we're going to be there. Uh, and uh, I mean 100% faith. We're going to be there. All right. So I'm looking at other. Do you want to – I mean, I'm, the Capital One Bowl is South Carolina minus one versus Wisconsin. That's a tough game. I think that's Very a, tough. That's definitely a pick em. I definitely agree on that one. I'm going to take South Carolina just simply off the fact that they played in the SEC all year. And Wisconsin had a strange loss to Penn State that – Yep. I think that even put Michigan State at ease going in, into that last Completely. game. And it just, gave us a secondary option to maybe hit up like a, an Orange Bowl or something if the cards would have played out that way. Yeah, it was just we played with no fear. We had nothing to lose because we were going to a BCS. Wisconsin, that's a bad loss to sit on for a month. I like South Carolina to come and out and over win under 49.5. You want to give me a score on this one? Mm, I mean, this game is just so tough to call just because 
I didn't watch any South Carolina. Shaw's pretty good. I do like that that guy. He can get it up and down. So I'll go 27-24. That's what I just yeah, wrote 20, down. Yeah, I just was writing it down while he was saying I'm going to go. So I uh, completely agree with Ryan Smith on that one. I'm going to go 27-24 to a game that goes over because, you know, Penn State went in and scored points off turnovers against Wisconsin. And the, so. line, the line has changed on that one. Wisconsin is now, oh, no. Oh no, it's still minus one. I thought they had Wisconsin. I wouldn't doubt here. if it bounces between one and one and mm-hmm. pick them, like you said. So that's an interesting one. Okay, um, we got uh, Outback Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I'm just shocked that I was even in that game, and I know LSU lost their quarterback, but they have Hill. I think his name is the running back. I like them to just run all over right, Iowa. So let me just introduce the score then. So LSU minus seven uh, versus Iowa over under 49. Outback Bowl. That's in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ryan seems like he's made up his mind about this one. What yeah, do you and think? L- LSU scores 37 points a game too. Okay. And uh, Iowa, they they had some nice wins and they're starting to turn their program around. But even without their quarterback, LSU will just run, 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 run. I like them to win 34-23. 34-23. And that's we are on the same page cuz I just was he was doing that I said 31-20. Okay. So we both have and I have it going over and you have it staying under. Man, we're Oh no, wait, we have it going over. Excuse me. You've 34 you have even more than me. Excuse me. I thought you said 24. I don't I don't know 34, what I was doing. 34-21. See, don't type and think at the same time. That's what I just learned. But we both like LSU. We both like LSU to cover the touchdown and I think it's a commendable season for Kurt Ferentz and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah. You know, and see our boy C.J. Fedorowicz, who we, we, we jocked. He had a, some good touchdowns this year. Yeah, and looking back on that game, it didn't. we didn't know it at the time, but Iowa played an apparently pretty good Michigan State team well at home, and they had a chance to win late in the game. So, yep. I mean, way to go. When you can get to a January 1st bowl, no and that's matter why how I was, you so get when there. When I saw that, I was like, wow, good job. I mean, good job, Iowa. But in this game, over-under side, I just like LSU minus seven more than anything. Yeah, and then uh, the what, where's the Gator Bowl on this one? Is it say Tax Slayer yeah, or something Tax like Slayer, that? Yeah, Tax Gator Bowl. That's January first. That's Nebraska versus Georgia, who's minus nine. Two teams who were kind of banged up all year. So with a month to go, not not a month, three weeks now. But yeah. you know that that adds another dynamic to this game too. If some of those guys can get healthy and rest up, what do you? Uh, the over under sixty point five. So I just want to say before you tell me anything, I just want to say this game's going over. These these teams are going to get up and down. So what are you thinking on this one, Ryan? Let's go thirty five thirty one Georgia. Thirty five thirty one. So Nebraska's going to cover the nine. That's a lot of points. I agree. You got it up. You got it up to sixty six. I'm going to go with uh, Nebraska covering as well, but. On top of that, I think Georgia's been just a joke this season. I'm sorry, how did they even make it? This, of course, Gator They're, Bowls. I don't know, and they're ranked 22nd, too. That just seems like an SEC. I don't know. I don't even – you know what? I think that this is a game that um, – I think this is a game Nebraska just wins. I, they're going to heal up somehow. Don't ask me. I just – I'm not a big – I'm not a big Georgia fan. I mean, I don't dislike them because I know that there are people here that do like Georgia. I don't want to make anybody mad. But I, I think the game will have lots of points, like Ryan said. So I'm going to go with Nebraska winning the game. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 38-34. I'm going to go Nebraska wins that one. Yeah, and I mean, they had to go into double overtime to beat Georgia Tech, so they are not where they need to be at all. Yeah, and we both like the over in this one, so that's that's a clear one. Okay, so just I'm I'm going down the list of games. I mean, the, the weirdest one is this Missouri Oklahoma State game because it's, it's a pick them. Yeah, it's a I like Mizzou bowl. in that one. Yeah, I like score, Mizzou and score well. aside. I like just yeah. Mizzou so we'll to just say yeah. DKRS will say uh, <laughs> Mizzou because and it, it just it's going to be up and down. I don't know. They play that in the in the Jerry Jones uh, dome, don't they? Now <laughs> I have no idea. I think they moved, so it's going to be indoors. So I like Mizzou plus the over. Yeah, and then jumping down the Alamo Bowl on the thirtieth, Oregon's minus thirteen. I like that against Texas. The over under sixty nine and a half there. Which which one is this one? Is that this is the, the Holiday Bowl? Bolero, however you say that. Yeah. Alamo Bowl. December oh, the Alamo 30th. Bowl. That's a weird Alamo Bowl. The matchup there. It's funny. I mean, because I guess we're used to seeing Oregon in the BCS games recently. Yeah, so that'll go Oregon forty to twenty four. All right. So I'm gonna get. So you got to cover. And I mean, Texas is kind of in shambles. So I think Oregon's gonna eat them up in that one. I mean, just uh, of course, there's always like a, a way a team can you know co you know come come together, coalesce around a new coach. If but I don't know, they probably loved Mac Brown. He seems like 
Like he's yeah, getting he's a raw been there deal. For a while I mean, and... but yeah, Oregon. I'm going to go with Oregon opening up a can of something on them. So I'm going to go with Oregon 51 to 20 in this one. Just all Oregon all day in that one. And then uh, I'm looking down the list that there's anything that really. I mean, all bowl games are fun. And Ryan and I have texted yesterday that when when Eastern when East Carolina misses a a, a field goal in the third quarter against Ohio, we're going to be like yelling at each other because we picked the under the over, not the under. <laughs> so these and games are to be enjoyed. What's sad about that? statement is it's probably true we are definitely going to be up at 11 o'clock some night on december 26th yelling at the san diego county like, credit union poinsettable oregon state you can't do this which it's funny that i mentioned that because uh-huh. now i'm seeing who's in the san diego county credit union poinsettable utah state versus northern northern coming off the loss is minus one and a half mm-hmm. utah state kind of a strange season they looked well looked well Looked good. Good. They played well. They looked well. They played well and (laughs) looked good. Yeah. Early in the season, they had some nice games, Mm -hmm. and Northern looked unstoppable, and like they might be going to a BCS, and now they drop all the way to a bowl game, December twenty sixth. That really hurts a program like that. Do you think they can bounce back and win? Well, I mean, they were playing with house money, and the fact that they still though, I mean, you. As a administration, even you want to get to a BCS sure. game. Sure, I mean they 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 That's lose huge their conference money. is a lot of revenue because of that. So it, you know it just didn't happen. And and the funny thing is their counterparts, uh, Bowling Green, are going to return to play Pitt in the Ford Field. So mm-hmm. that's a game that I'm just going to say watch out for Bowling Green minus six versus Pittsburgh in the Little Cheeser Caesars Bowl, right? In the, <laughs> the in the Caesars, the, che- like the Caesar Cheeser, I own the Tigers Bowl, but. Yeah. Yeah, that being said, yeah. I'll take Northern with you like Northern the with the points. There, yeah. And and then I will just then so I'll I'll say that you just want you're going to go Utah, Utah State, State. Right, 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 right. And we'll see I'll, I'll do a, a a tighter analysis when January 26th rolls around, but uh right now USU, they played well. They stung me the first week of the season when they didn't win against Utah. And so I've been mad at them ever since. But uh yeah, like I said, Bowling Green I think is going to spank Pittsburgh and just looking up and down. I mean, it's yeah. it is what it is. You got half Crap here, and I like then, I like Louisville minus three against Miami. Miami's been god awful this year. That bowl depresses me. Last year it was like Virginia Tech versus somebody. It was like ten versus Rutgers or something, and it was like ten to zero and ten to three or something. I, I ugh. so there's some games that I remember from last year. I'm going, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we wrapped up bowl season pretty pretty well here, right? Pretty goodly. Yeah, I'm just going on the list to see yeah, if anything else. No, because I mean, like Houston Vanderbelt, who cares? North and, Texas, and some of these UNLV. you can't predict because you said there's be three weeks off for some of these teams to heal up. Maybe the guy that just has been waiting for that knee to get in, get fine you know so (laughs) all right well then let's finish walk the line episode 15 with one game which is the detroit lions that's the only game i can look because i want to give everybody listening uh just some of the games that we're not picking this sunday we're not picking redskins falcons we're not picking bears browns we're not picking texans colts or patriots dolphins or eagles vikings or seahawks giants or 49ers buccaneers or bills (coughs) sorry threw up bills jaguars (laughs) cardinals titans that's how bad these games are <laughs> Packers Cowboys would be a good game, but the Cowboys kind of did something in their pants against the uh, uh, Bears, and then the Packers still don't want Aaron Rodgers anywhere near the field. They're like, wait till next year. Bengals Steelers, sorry Steelers, you guys are done. Saints Rams, no thank you. And then we leads us to the Ravens and the Lions, and I'm gonna double triple check this. I think the Lions are minus six, which right no away I'm way. saying I don't think they're gonna no cover. Way. So let me just double my my mind told me that I saw a minus six and. Baltimore's getting better as the season's going along. So yes, Detroit yeah, minus one, four or five. So Detroit minus six with an over under forty eight. Ryan, take it away. Jim Schwartz is going to be gone soon, and this is going to be one of the games that pushes pushes the uh, terrible organization of the Lions over the edge. Man, he they just have looked awful, and if Stafford throws one more pass. Off his back foot across uh-huh. the field, sidearm. Side mm-hmm. I'm just never watching the lines again. Why does he do that? Not good, man. I'll, I'll even take the. I'll take Baltimore Ravens to I'll, win. Yeah, I'll take mm-hmm. Baltimore by a touchdown. You know, I'll go Baltimore, 31, 21, or yeah, 31, 21. Baltimore's in what we can call the, the the 95 Gosh. Houston Rockets mode, okay, or the Spurs, right? They they say, look, it hasn't been the most pretty of seasons. We don't have Ray Lewis here firing us up. We got to figure out a different way. But they won that game last week in miraculous fashion. They still got Jacoby Jones and everybody. Joe Flacco looks pretty solid. They're going to get that sixth and final spot because New England's going to defeat the Dolphins. Baltimore's going to get into the playoffs. Baltimore's even going to beat New England the following week. Yep. And so the thing is, 
I'm liking the Ravens picking up a little steam because if there's one kryptonite for Peyton Manning, it's going to be him remembering Baltimore doing what they did with that Hail Mary kind of pass not last a, year. Not a chance But can you year. imagine the fear of Denver if they have to come back in there for like a week, a second week game? Yeah, and Baltimore is almost the New York Giants of this year. They'll just be subpar the whole year and come playoff time. Maybe they put it all together. So I'm going to say, I'm going to give a score and say Baltimore wins 24-20 in a game that stays under because Baltimore kind of has been a team to stay under. But I, I definitely like Baltimore money line in yeah. this one. So what do you, you want to give me a score? 31-24. I was, okay. I was doing some excellent math earlier. I'm sorry, and I kind of talked over you on that one. So Baltimore 31-24. So we, like, we both like Baltimore. And I feel like Detroit had its chance. It won its, it, it won its game on Thanksgiving. And then they had the lead in Philly, and they gave up 28 points in the fourth <laughs> quarter there. So, you know. Yeah, they lost to Tampa and Pittsburgh the week before, and those are just those are pretty bad losses this Not year. Not good stuff. So, and it, <clears throat> it's looking like, may, are the Bears going to win that division? I don't know. I mean, I it's think they so will. strange. And then, you know, we got the Eagles turning it on in their division. So, it's it's strange. But, yeah, the, it's let's just say I think week 16 of NFL is not going to be as bad as week 15. Because, I mean, those are just some uneven matchups. I don't even really want to watch any of those games, mm-hmm. really. I mean, it's bowl season now. We're, we're honed in on it college is. football. It's feeling good. So, I mean, hey, it, it, just to reiterate, Michigan State University in the Rose Bowl because they earned their way to the Rose Bowl. Mark D'Antonio's securing himself a legacy here. He really is, too. I mean, it's it's a good thing going on. So I I, I just want to say, just like we began the show, very happy mood, very happy to be done with the semesters, uh, I, uh, with the semester's work and everything. And, um, you know, Ryan worked hard all semester. I, I feel like I did the tops I could, and I've really enjoyed doing Walk the Line this semester. I mean, it's been a joy. Yeah, this is going to be our show for the rest of the year. And yeah. so, thank you, Dan. I'm glad you got this set up for us. It's yeah. been a lot of fun and a good experience. Yeah, and and thank you, Ryan Smith, for showing up. And, yeah, we've you know. had some good laughs, and we've been able to laugh at ourselves over the course of the last 15 shows. So, it's it's been a lot well, of fun. We and got better as the season went along. There was a really rough stretch there from week 2 to, like, 10, where we, we weren't that great. But yeah. we picked it up in recent weeks, and, you know, I, I guess as we're... I'm going to still try to get a show in here over the break if we can somehow. But if not... But officially for, yeah, for Impact Studios, for Impact 89 FM and Michigan State University and Impact Sports, you know, just what a joy this semester has been. We're not going to forget it because we've had so much fun. Yeah. I just wanted to go on record saying thank you for all you've done and... This yeah, sh- the show know, is all you, man. Pro- pro- well, hey, and props to Alex Sharg and Max King for putting this together too, and allowing us a forum to come and talk. You know, and and uh, uh, so yeah, things are good. And and I will say, um, you know, uh, just looking forward to continuing on if we as we can. It's going to be a little more difficult in basketball season, but but gosh, I mean, this was perfect for football. I feel great about it. Yep. So cool. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to scoot the mic, squeak, and play us on out here. Okay. Here we go. And Ryan, you just listen to Walk the Line. One more time, Ryan. Peace. Peace. Take care.